Hey, I'm JR from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast, exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world, and beer. Lots of beer. 18 Over Par is proudly presented by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Pulling up to the clubhouse in a ride that looks half as good as your golf attire just isn't cutting it. It's time to improve your ride and your drive. You can purchase a new or used vehicle from Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park and the former Manitoba Amateur Champ will take you for a round at Breezy Bend. So now pulling up to the clubhouse won't be so damn embarrassing and neither will your golf game. You can book your test drive today at winnipegdodge.com. Just ask for Jamie Wilkie. You can also check him out on episode two of the 18 Over Par podcast. He'll certainly be happy to see you. You can also find them on social media, so make sure you improve your ride and your drive, and the only place to do that, the new Winnipeg Dodge. They're different. You can check them out, winnipegdodge.com. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. Suck, you Welcome to 18 Over Par with Mike and JR, proudly driven by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. I'm JR, he's Mike, and today we welcome back Team Lefty, aka Matt Levins and Blair Mooney from episode 3 to preview the upcoming Heckler Champagne Championship. Plus, uh, we'll get into a few other things that will be semi-entertaining. Last year, the Champagne Championship ended up in a draw after 36 holes. A sudden-death playoff to decide a winner had to be postponed because we were hungry and Siegel's restaurant was closing. Excited to bring back uh, Levy and Moons. They join us via Zoom. And as always, a huge shout-out to Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. They are open for business, even with these crazy uh, health restrictions that we have going on. So you can go check out Wilkie, or even better, you can communicate with him over the phone, get him in the DMs, or hit him up at winnipegdodge.com. And then hopefully when these restrictions ease uh, and you get a car from Wilkie, he'll take you out for a round at Breezy Bend, which is awesome. And a point of contention I know from last time is we stuck it to the boys here. They didn't get DQ cakes, so we give away 8-inch custom <laughs> DQ cakes from the Nick and Nicky group of DQs. You can follow them at DQ Manitoba on Instagram. So because of that, I know you rattled Nick a little bit there. Nick Hadge from DQ 
we'll get you boys some cakes at some point. Uh, may, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems to be, you know, again, thanks for having us on here, guys. But it seems to be that Mike is kind of the gatekeeper here of the cakes. <laughs> and he's not happy with uh, Team Lefty getting a cake at any point here. Oh, well, well. Moon's approached our, our, our sponsor on the golf course and <laughs> was say heckling, heck, heckling him for a cake. And Nick <laughs> made up this beautiful cake. I said, no, no, no. The, the deal was they don't get Sounds a Sounds like a gatekeeper to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, ever uh, si- and ever since then, JR deals with the cakes. Yes, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. So what happened was... <laughs> So what happened was I was on the fifth tee box at the bone and Nick was on the fourth and somebody was talking to him about a cake. And I said, yeah, I heard those are good, but I guess I'll have to find out another time. (laughs) (laughs) And then his response was, I thought they gave you one. I said, no, no, that's okay. Don't worry about it. And then he felt extremely bad. <laughs> yeah. And then he was so delivering it. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> he was on his <laughs> way to deliver it to your house and I intercepted it at your at your front step. And I said, No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No cakes yeah. for you. <laughs> You'll get I actually just had my twins' fifth birthday and we got a cake from Nick when we had to get uh he told me that um we had to get because we wanted to get like half of it with what Zoe wanted, half with what Liam wanted, Spider-Man and then Frozen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nice. Minimum size in order to do two designs on it. So we have about nine pounds of ice cream cake down. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll make sure not to uh, to teabag your cakes if we uh, get them for you. So that'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait to, to clarify, have you been teabagging any other cakes? I no, no, I have not. Oh. No, they, we, they usually are our past listeners. Uh, I enjoy their company a little bit more than team lefty and they typically go and pick up their cakes just because of what a snooze these. fest these guys are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the main reason we came back on is we wanted to bring up this topic of why we didn't get a cake. And then I did bring it up on Instagram today in the comments section of an yeah. 18 over pod post and received, uh, you know, a salacious reply back from, 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 I'm not sure who it was, but it I was think me. I know who it was. It was uh, me. Oh, it was you. Okay. The social media manager. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, okay. All right. So then it's across the board here from both of you guys. We had to hire a social media manager because we were just getting way too many, uh, too much action on our uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, go find us at Yo, 18 over par. Yeah. We're not sure our exact handles, but if you just look for 18 over par or 18 over par pod, You'll probably find us on social media. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, but or you'll find my handicap. <laughs> Some interesting stuff probably comes up if you stop typing it eighteen over. Well, yeah, you, uh, you don't want to Google search that. <laughs> if you have if you have safe search off and you put on like eighteen plus or something like that, you're in for a lot of trouble. Um, but, <laughs> I'm not going there. Yeah, speaking, yeah, speaking of a lot of trouble, uh, we've been having a, a lot of difficulties golfing as of late because uh, you have to golf as a single. Um, or at least with people from your household, even I know some places they only allow a max of two people from your households to uh, get out there and play, uh, which is kind of a, uh, a downer, but uh, I guess we understand. So I know Levy before, just, yeah, just before the restrictions came into place, you got out for 18, didn't you? Were you playing at players? 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, we've been kind of blessed with pretty good weather here for the most part for the start of the golf season. And I think it's probably a lot earlier than, you know, uh, the golf season would get a start anyway. So I've probably been out more than I ever have in the last, I'd say for sure, 10 years, like in this first, uh, you know, April, May months here. So, so that's been good, but yeah, right before it shut down, just, uh, played men's night in, you know, pretty cold blistering weather there with moons, which was a bit of a challenge. And then it was a little bit nicer on the Friday there. Um, not as cold, but still rainy. And then me and ringer went out. So we played 18 up players just before those, uh, was place so definitely uh been out uh, as much as i can here but the shutdown is uh you know disappointing for sure are you in the backyard swinging the sticks no not 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 yet just just put in work back there jr you know that you know the stuff i'm doing <laughs> you don't here. you don't have the the, the whatchamacallit the the tent or the uh, the, the ball cage there, the ball net. The I wanted to, I wanted to get it and I still might get it, but, uh, the backyard still a work in progress. It's all mud back there still. So, um, you know, once I get some nice grass back there and I can kind of go swing and maybe mm. chip around in the grass, maybe I'll do something like that. How like dirty that. does but your dog get? Very dirty when it rains for sure. <laughs> Otherwise when it's like hot and dry, like it's not bad. Like she can go up there and rip around, but Anytime it rains at all, it's uh, it's either a bath or we give her like a, a foot bath or a paw bath or whatever. Mm, wow! You're gonna get you're gonna get some sod back there. It's gonna be some sod back there. There's yeah. gonna be a patio back there, a nice what? fire pit back there. It's gonna be a nice little spot, Mike. What type of grass do you think you're gonna go with? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not that detailed. I a don't little know. Kentucky bluegrass. Kentucky yeah. bluegrass. <laughs> Bermuda. <Yeah>. Bermuda. <laughs> How about you, Moons? Have you been getting out with uh, the lady? Uh, since these crazy restrictions have come, um, I don't think we went. The last round I played was last Thursday, like Levy said, on men's night. And then me and Michelle were going to try and go on the weekend one day and just bring the kids and the cart and stuff, but phoned over there. And then uh, they said that it was super busy. Their first tea time was like five o'clock. And I was like, wow, I didn't think it would be that busy because of all these restrictions. And they're like, well, it's a long weekend. I was like, well, I understand that, but <laughs> I, I, <can laughs> I read. didn't think it was going to be that busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't make me feel like an idiot here. So then, um, then he's like, yeah, lots of people playing with their by themselves because they can't pair people up. Right. So yeah. if you, tea time as a single then it's it's locked up so mm-hmm. didn't get out on the weekend but uh, we're gonna try to go tomorrow after work and take the kids and yeah it'll be just whack it around but yeah i think i'm gonna try and do something this weekend too as well whether i just go to the driving range if i have time or yeah. or maybe just go play play a solo round or something but, yeah well that's what i mean like um, even at the driving yeah, range if like i wonder if you could like can you just go out and like say if you know your your buddy's two stations over that's kind of yeah a way around it and, and the other yeah. thing too is like like ringer texted me today and said he was going out uh going out on a solo round he's just like he's like come out on the tea time behind me and just walk behind me the whole time. exactly yeah. I'm, like, I'm like yeah i guess you know we might be able to do that see that fine well, body just- from behind that's the thing like to me and not to go on a huge rant but they say that this whole thing is like prolonged indoor content and get outside and that's a good place to be and stuff and they're doing everything they can with all these restrictions to keep everybody inside (laughs) (laughs) so so it's uh 
Yeah. And you see like the playgrounds too, where even like the one by my house, just packed today. Like yeah, just exactly. absolutely packed. And it's like, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? Right. It's, it's nice weather. We only get so much nice weather. So we want to get out there and play. And it's, it's unfortunate for us because we've had to push back our, uh, our Hecla champagne championship twice now. So we were hoping to get uh, to it at the end of May. Uh, and then now we were like, okay, well maybe we'll get to it in June. So hopefully now maybe sometime mid to end of June, we'll get to it. But we wanted to have you guys on to kind of preview that because it was a whole lot of fun last year and looking forward to it again this year, whenever it may happen. Uh, but I know Moons, you've been working on the scorecard. So I think we're going to try to nail down oh, yeah. exactly what the format is. Cause last year <laughs> we did 36. What are the format? What was the format again? I'd like to, I'd like to know cause I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> the format last year. And we'll, cause last year we just did one day, 36 holes mm-hmm. this year. We decided we're going to go two days, do 36 the first day and 18 the next day wake up, lick our wounds and, uh, try to hit the spa for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, so what we did last year and we'll do it for day one was the first 18 holes was just a four ball match. So me and Levy partners against you guys and lower score on the hole, it just match play for 18 holes. So, uh, we'll do that for 18. And then the second 18, once we're uh, a little full, we'll do, uh, Six uh, six holes, or it's called six six six. So six holes, two ball total. So um, if Mike pars and Jr. takes a five, then you guys are a nine, and then and or if it's par four, I guess I got to clarify that. But, and then uh, <laughs> so then me and Levy par three. Our- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so, more uh, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so then we uh, it's combined score basically for six holes. Then the next six holes is alternate shot. And then the oh boy, <laughs> you guys and destroyed the, us last year, though. I think on alternate no, shot. No, didn't no, you? not not an alternate shot. I no, thought you guys crumbled. did. I that, thought that was when you that was when you went on your uh, triumphant return there and sobered up, and you were just like smacking yeah. everything. Just blacked we were out. up quite a bit. We were up <laughs> quite a bit going into the alternate shot, and then you guys made a charge and uh, ended up tying it in the last six holes, which was scramble for the last six holes. Right. So boy, could we, we scramble. And then the, the tough part in there, and I use the, the scorecards from the old Assiniboine Cup that we used to do on the Labor Day weekend every year. Yeah. And uh, Timmy G made some this format at 666, but the handicaps are included. So it's we combine the scores and you subtract some handicaps. It's, it's a little complicated. A lot of macros is what it was, I believe. A lot, a lot of, of macros, macros. yeah. Thankfully, those are all still coded in there. So I just, we just got to plug in our handicaps. Yeah. And then uh, the second day, the last 18 holes, is going to be singles matches this year. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, I like that idea. Leading, yeah. Whoever's <laughs> in points after day one uh, can set the singles matches. <laughs> oh, wow. But what, well, we'll have to see because we were we tied last year. So we'll have to see if we're tied <laughs> yeah. after day one. Yeah. And hopefully <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be done and Seagull's restaurants will be open. Well, they'll still be open for room service probably. Um, yeah. So we may have to get in that playoff hole. The playoff hole should be number 10. That's what I'm going to designate because that yeah, hole is tough. Is hole. Hey, hey, guys, as long as we get to Seagull's before 9.30 p.m. <laughs> so that we can still eat. <laughs> 
That was a bad rush last year for sure. (laughs) But yeah, the uh, singles competition certainly sounds interesting. Some mental warfare will be going on there. Looking at at you, (laughs) Levy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be, you know, one-on-one all across the board here. So it's going to be challenging for everybody. Yeah. Well, maybe just for you, Levy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, but uh, that'll be fun. It's all friendly competition. I know we've been kind of in the, in the group chat, we've been busting each other's balls about uh, this and that and, and handicaps. But uh, although uh, I, you know, I want to get my handicap up and win, I would still like to know that you guys are out there playing your best golf and Mike and I still beat you because that would be even so much more rewarding than you know, yeah. beating you guys Sometimes with, with cheese handicaps. Yeah, exactly. That's, that would, that would be nice. And speaking of handicaps, I know Mike, did you, did you end up getting that fixed or is it like what's uh, going on yeah. with that? So the situation was I went out on uh, Monday of the May long to, uh, John Blumberg, the, uh, nine hole course. There. <laughs> Shout out to Norm Smuts. Yeah. Maintenance guy at Bloomberg. <laughs> I got to say they are uh, put a lot of work into that course over the last two years, I think. And they're at least paying some attention to it. And it, you know, I'm actually having some fun out there. So I went with, uh, my better half, Brett, and we, uh, we swung the clubs at John Blumberg and I, somehow I got a 40. So, uh, I type, I type in 40 to the golf Canada app and, my handicap jumped from an 18.1 to a 13.2. So uh, (laughs) that's not good for the uh, champagne uh, championship here. I'll have to get it back up, but I'll, uh, I'll have to email the tech guys over at golf Canada and see. You must, uh, you must've knocked out an old ugly score or something. I guess so. Yeah. Cause that is a big drop. I've never seen a handicap drop like that much. That's pretty extreme. That's, that's a lot. It, uh, it's always the nine hole from Bloomberg combined with a nine hole from the, the Assiniboine to make like a, an actual 18 or something. I'm not sure how they do the calculation, but so it did uh, that on its own. Yeah. Oh yeah. It has a golf Canada app has a mind of its own. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you need to update your app. Oh, is it the latest? Is it the latest version? It's the one I have for Windows ninety five. So <laughs> it came with a floppy it. disk. Well, I have it on my mobile too, on my BlackBerry. But yeah. insert floppy disk. <laughs> well, that's another thing too. So we we have our handicaps track, but Levy's kind of the wild card here because he's a big hockey guy, and more so recently, even as you touched on, got into golf. So we got to figure out what his handicap is because he's been playing a lot this year and he's getting much better, which is frightening for me if he's going to be coming in at like a 2022 handicap. Yeah. I mean, uh, not much else to say there. I never, you know, never had the golf Canada app, so I can't really, you know, plot that out in there to see what it comes back at as an average. But I mean, you know, like I am playing a lot JR, but I'm still shooting like, you know, 90 to 95. It's not like I'm in the 80s, low 80s or anything like that right now. So, um, I think that's still probably good for a 20, you yeah, know, I guess that'd be fair. Yeah. fair to take a 20. And, and last year I think I was a 22. So I'll shave a couple strokes off it there, but, um, you know, maybe this is the year that I do get it and, uh, you know, I'm out there more and, you know, as if these restrictions playing up here, I can, you know, do that throughout the summer here and then maybe get an official one after that. Yeah. Look at this guy I, becoming a pro. I got one, one question here for the big cat. Uh, how are the new irons, uh, swinging? Right. I mean, you got the They're new, good, uh, man. What are they? The 
M4 is yeah, tailor made M4 is so I think they're um when I bought from them, Les I looked Westman? them up. <laughs> What's that? From Les? Are those from Les Westman? <laughs> Les Westman, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I my thought God, that was Les his name. Yeah, I totally thought that was his it's name. Still the best name I've ever heard. Yeah, Les Westman. Yeah. Learn from him. Um but no, I think they came out in 2018, so they're a few years old, obviously, but like, you know, obviously better than what I was using as we touched on that for the last podcast. <laughs> um, but no, man, they're great. Like, they're uh, like swing speed and the weight and the feel of them when you're coming down, you can just really notice the difference. And then when you hit them flush, like, they're just like, it's like, oh, I hit that good, you know, like you fit, you feel it when you hit it good. And, uh, and they got a really nice, uh, well, maybe the, I, I don't know much about that or not, but if that's the ball I'm using or not, but it has a lot of spin on it onto the green too, right? Like it gets a lot of, you know, when it drops onto the green, it'll spin back a bit. So um, wow. yeah, they're, they're working well when I, when I hit them good. So, you know, well, I'm, I'm surprised to hear that you're generating any spin because the last set of irons you had, you usually had about three millimeters of dirt on every single iron. So have you invested <laughs> in a, in a brush or anything of that sorts recently? Uh, no, Mikey, just hitting them clean, man. You know that. Come on. <laughs> well, I just, you gotta, you gotta hit them clean, but you gotta keep them clean too. So I, I hope you're doing that. And then moves. Oh, you're I see. Yeah, I know. I got some towels on the bag. Yeah, that's what you mean. <laughs> some St. James Canucks towels, some freebie towels yeah, from the tourneys. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah. I got. I got about, I think I got four towels on my bag. But uh, speaking of what oh. we got in our bag, uh, I'm still hitting my sticks from when I got from 16, 16 years old, I think. And my Callaway X14, the Steelheads. Yeah, they've been all right. I wanted to, to get my swing down and be confident enough for my swing to get to... Uh, to get some sticks molded to it, get them fit, and we'll see if that happens this year or not. But uh, Moons, what do you got in the bag? Um, the my new irons this year, the Strixon ZX Sevens. Hideki. Yeah, me and Hideki were boys, <laughs> and uh, Brooks Kepka actually had some too. Not a lot of people know that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, he, there's a couple pictures I saw close up of them, and it was right around when they came out. So unless he switched them, I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know who else is using, uh, who's on Team Strixon is Mike Medano. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I was uh, doing some research for a, a previous episode and looking at his Instagram, it says hashtag Team Strixon. So, wow. yeah, Mike Commodore. Mike Commodore. <laughs> yeah. Ex-NHLer. Yeah. Um, he likes yeah, the Mike's really Team like Strixon. Yeah, that's me, Hideki, Mike Medano, and Mike yeah. Commodore. <laughs> so we get good good yeah, yeah. that's not, not bad. Yeah. So four people on yeah. this planet are playing those clubs, and they're all they're all, they're all pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty good at the game of golf. Uh, they're good. I really like them. I was playing Blaze before. Like I think we talked about this in the last podcast. Just yeah. gotten them, and I've played quite a few rounds with them now, and really like them. Starting to get the distances nailed down and stuff. So been shooting some relatively decent scores and the irons aren't really the problem. So that's a positive. What is the problem? I'm not going to tell you. Damn it. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. I was trying to get that uh, out of you. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, like everybody, it varies, but uh, my putting has been pretty good. Just not a lot of one putts, you know, just lots of uh, nice legs or stuff that doesn't seem to really be dropping. Like when we, when Levy was playing with me last Thursday, I was just, everything was about an inch on any direction, but in the hole, just so close, but 
Just need a couple of those to drop, especially yeah. if it comes down to crunch time in the match. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know all about crunch time out at Ecla. I think there was one time where you were you were out there having a crunch and I was passed out on the tee box. So hopefully that doesn't happen again this year. Um, but, but I just wanted to, to mention one more thing about the, the Golf Canada yeah. app because you got called out by uh, Ryan Bell, Bellyhandro. And funny enough, Golf Canada, you can't actually, when you go and look at people's scores because you can follow people, I still haven't been able to find you, Mike, because there's about 500 Mike Smiths in that app. Um, and you go into that app and you're following someone, you can't actually see what golf course they played. You just see the score, but the golf course is undisclosed or undefined, something like that, which is weird. Yeah, he he was grasping at straws and he, he tried to say, he was trying to use that as that I wasn't putting scores in properly, but... And then I was like, I sent him a screenshot when I was listening to him on the pod of his profile that also <laughs> said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, geez, sorry. I, I nervously lie. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, basically, uh, if you go back and listen to that episode with Bell, everything was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Not, nothing that he said was true, which uh, uh, I, I, know, it. I, be, I I believe that he... That he his uh, his most favorite condiment is mayonnaise. I think that's true. <laughs> <cool. laughs> yeah, that I, is believable for sure. After after playing against, I got I got to pump his tires here a bit because uh, you you guys were trying to turn me and Bell against each other on the pod, and then uh, and then we decided when we went and played Glendale a few weeks back that me and him would take you guys on, and had a we had a spirited match. And uh, he got his first taste of victory. So that was good. Yeah. Well, and the thing that <laughs> bothered me is because we were on the cart, first of all, and you and Mike <laughs> were on the cart and then he wanted me off the cart. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and he was honestly, he was asking me for advice like the past two holes and he was playing the best he was playing the past two holes and I was helping him out. He's like, I got to get yeah. Mooney on the cart. I got to get Mooney <laughs> on the cart. Yeah. He's like, we're partners. We got to be riding together. I'm like, Oh, I'm good. Like we're, we're fine. Like we're, it's going well. He's like, no, no. Like I, I need you. I think JR is fucking with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I wonder if they can, you know, we got to write an email to golf Canada and if two guys are following each other, then you should be able to see where they're playing. You know, maybe that that's an idea. I don't know. Yeah, if you like consent to the other person following you, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, I also I follow uh, Mark Shifley on Golf Canada app. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some uh, he's got some rounds in in early May here, and uh, but it doesn't date them. It just says May twenty twenty one. So I'm not sure if he's golfing in this uh, uh, round, uh, round one, round two break. What's Shifley shooting out there, Mike? I, I think his index is at like a 3.1 or something. Oh, boy. So, yeah, yeah. I, I nice. follow him and uh, a couple of the other Jets and... Uh, Mike Madano. Uh, <laughs> Mike Madano, <laughs> yeah. And, and JR, if you're looking for me, it's Michael Smith the third. That's what it... Okay. Canada. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes that makes sense. Then why I couldn't find. I have uh, rebranded myself to Michael Smith the third because uh, I'm not the first and I'm not the second, but I could be the third. <laughs> but we're not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but on, on that front, uh, speaking of Shifley, uh, you're rocking the Jets hat, Mike, because we we are on Zoom. And we're heading into the playoffs. So an all Canadian matchup is coming. We don't know if it's going to be the, the Leafs or the Habs who are going to be playing the Jets. But boy, I watched zero hockey. But uh, I guess it was good the first round for the Jets. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah no, it was a good it was a good series for sure. And I actually have the uh iPad on in here right now. I was just watching the uh Leafs and Habs in overtime there and uh Habs. The are gonna force a game six here and uh, the Leafs gave up a two on what or a two on oh in overtime and then I think it was Caulfield that popped there. Um, um but that well that's I, either way I, I think it's gonna be it'll be it'll be a good series because people counted out the Jets and now oh, sure. they're probably no matter who wins in that they're probably still going to be the underdogs even if Montreal yeah. gets through um, just because not a lot of people know much about the Jets and just based off the regular season especially towards the end they were kind of falling apart but Jets, we'll Jets had happens. way more success Jets had way more success against uh, both of these teams than they did against Edmonton too in the regular season like Edmonton just absolutely throttled them 7-2 to two in games but they found a way to shut down those two big guns, which was, I mean, in my opinion, once they made that switch with Lowry's line onto McDavid and Drysaddle, like they couldn't get shit going. Like those guys, they, they had some chances, but Lowry's line did such a good job. And then that freed up Shifley's line to get play against some other line, like some lesser lines from Edmonton and then uh, do some damage. So it was good. They, yeah. they great series. They're D. Everybody always shit talks the Jets D. And the Jets D wrapped up in a big way. So it should be an interesting, whoever they play next, I think the Jets got a real good chance. Mm-hmm. And then they can go yeah, into the Western Conference like Finals. When, uh, yeah, like obviously when Ehlers came back to as well and Dubois before him, like when they got that second line going to as well, like it's just the, the depth scoring of the Jets kind of took over. And like Ehlers, like for the last, you know, been part of the year before he got hurt there and then a the couple games he played in that series like he's looked like the bet the, the jets best player like he's yeah. buzzing around and just you know ripping bar down on the power play all the time like he's he's looking really good so um he thing for sure for for why the weather's couldn't get it done because they have nobody else other than uh, mcdavid and dry there so um yeah we'll and see they, what happens on the next one but uh, they got a good shot mike what was your nickname for him Oh, anyway, the electric eel. Yeah. Yeah. That was eel, yeah. yeah. Well, like the thing is like the depth of the, of the jets, I think helped win the series. Like Edmonton, I was watching that. I'm like, fuck, like they've been playing two lines. It was a six period game and they played two lines for probably 60% of that game. And then on their D, they benched them. <laughs> yeah, Nurse played like 60 minutes or something. He played like, 62 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But and like, like, and in, one, in one overtime period, it was like 12 minutes or something, which is like... Yeah, he played over half the period in double overtime. Yeah, that's nuts. Which is but, wild. And to, and to give some context, I mean, you two are coaches of junior hockey, so you know a thing or two about it. So have you guys been taking notes? Well, funny story, <laughs> like... Uh, the Jets, he's like the associate coach, actually. He's like kind of, because they have three assistant coaches and he's the associate, so the highest of the assistant coaches, Jamie Compton. He came out, me and Levy have gotten to know him, actually, and because uh, he came to run one of our practices for the Canucks. Um, not last season, because we didn't have it the season prior. He uh, Because he had come out, a friend of ours works, Glenn Lafreniere works for the Jets. And uh, so he, he brought Jamie out to a couple skates, like just beer league skates and stuff. And we got talking and stuff like that. And he said he'd be interested in coming out and running a practice for us. So he actually came and run out and 
and or ran the practice one time for us, and which was a pretty cool experience. He did video with the boys before and spent a lot of time with us. And then we've stayed in contact. And uh, I actually texted him after after game four just to congratulate him and tell him I love the game plan of uh, shutting down the big guns. And he got back to me and he was like, oh, thanks for the support. Like, and they're, they know that uh, there's no fans in the building, but they're aware that everybody's watching. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, the streets around there just with the horns honking and, you know, who knows how many countless violations there were public health order wise, but uh, <laughs> hey, people are, people are having fun and supporting the team. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point, JR. You mentioned the fans, uh, you know, outside the arena, honking their horns, not being allowed in the arena. And uh, I'm curious to to see how, how big of a competitive advantage that will come in, you know, in that third round, you know, when the Canadian teams are going to be playing the U.S. teams, how they're going to organize that. I did read that Montreal is going to start allowing fans in their building. I don't know if that happened uh, tonight for game, for game six. So yeah. because they won tonight to extend it, they'll, they'll get fans now the next game. Yeah. That, that's a really good point, Mike. Like it would be funny if Montreal was able to come back and win this series against Toronto and then Winnipeg's Winnipeg's playing Montreal the next round and every game they go to the bell center, it's jet well, not jammed, but you know, 2,500 fans or 5,000 fans, whatever it is. And uh, they have that in their home games and it comes back to Winnipeg and it's empty, right? Right. I think we know yeah. we know the way things are going here in Winnipeg. Like, there's no way there's going to be fans in that building this year. No, I mean the the Bud Seltzer will be in there and Dancing Gabe will be in there, but that's about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> the you Bud. Ever, you ever catch the the Bud guy like in the crowd, like just like <laughs> while you're watching the game, you just see the Bud guy and he's just yeah. sitting in his chair just watching. <laughs> yeah. the game. Like, he's just. just I'm pretty sure he's and... asleep half that yeah. game. I, would, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's not. It's, it's it Chipman in disguise, is what it is. <laughs> there was, uh, there was well, a picture it? I saw on Instagram or Twitter. It was it was after a goal. I think it was Ehlers maybe or something, and he was like celebrating right yeah. in front of the Bud Light can, and he was just <laughs> sitting there, just dead, dead yeah. still, not even moving, like just nothing. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Does <laughs> not know hockey. No, like the <laughs> Nashville Carolina game. What game is this? Game six. Yeah, a, the States is a whole other ball game. It's yeah. just, and it's in Nashville and the arena is just jammed. Like and it, <laughs> Yeah. And it's awesome. Like it's mm-hmm. awesome. You watch those games and like there's they're super exciting and you can feel that energy and like it's just like wow, like you know, this is yeah. what it used to be, right? Like that well, Jet game game three in the Jets and Oilers series when they came back from down four one. Oh yeah. Within three minutes, like the roof would have blown off the place. It would have been insane. Yeah. Yeah, but then you also they might not have come back because yeah. everybody would have been yelling like shoot it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, like I wonder too, right? It's like is there that lack of pressure then yeah. where you kind of just go out there and you, and you play your game maybe, and, yeah. and momentum swings maybe aren't as high when you don't have or even like I I think of like refs and their calls. Yeah. Cuz usually sometimes you know you're you're as a ref you're playing to get the home crowd sometimes. Yeah, get get Munson out yeah. there cuz he doesn't care who who's playing. Yeah, you, He's just going to call the game the refs can certainly be influenced by the crowd. The, uh, when everyone's saying ref, you suck, ref, you suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think Stoikovic would be able to handle that pretty well. He was. Yeah. When Munson yeah. brought him up, me and Levy were texting each other, like, cause he rafting game or two <laughs> he was so this season, bad <laughs> this season before the before our season was canceled and 
the first, it was our first exhibition game. And I said that the Levy on the bench during the anthem, like, I think that's Stoikovic. And Levy's like, I think it is too. So then we're like, oh yeah, like he's, he retired and he was playing. But I mean, from what I hear, he's a, he's a great guy and stuff. But like what Munson was saying, I guess he doesn't have a ton of experience refing because he's been playing hockey at such a high level for yeah. such a long time. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's hockey, right? Throw him into junior hockey and it's preseason. So typically in preseason games, you got kids trying to make the team. It's a, it's they're running each other in scrums all the time. And they're trying to make an impression. And he just absolutely lost control of the game within about four minutes. And it was the biggest, <laughs> the biggest circus. And then we had him the last game before it got shut down in the regular season. He was, uh, he was struggling. That's for sure. Yeah. And then he's refing in the AHL. He's been a, uh, Lines in the <laughs> AHL this year. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't blame them, though, right? Like as Munson said, they yeah. they have the opportunity, and so yeah. they're they're running with it. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's something that Compon would do. He'd take over. He wanted to run that practice because just in case he got let go by the Jets, he can take over the Knuckers. Yeah, take take my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. He, he was so. He, he he would bring the intensity level up uh, about you know a hundred notches. There, he was an intense guy. It was it was really fun watching him run it. To be honest. Oh, and he's like he's like. Uh, because he was running, we were doing, working on power play stuff. So he was running, getting everyone involved. He had units in either end and doing this one drill and he did it for such a long time. But there's so many variations to it. And Levy is at one end and I was at the other and we were just kind of watching it. And Jamie was floating back and forth and he's so intense. And But he doesn't know any of the kids personally, right? Like it's his first skate. So he doesn't know any of their names. And they're standing there. He's like, he's like, Moons, <laughs> what's this kid's name? I'm like, uh, like. I don't know. Matt. Whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, Matt. I'm like, and then he's like, he like blows it down. He's like, Hey, Matt, come here. You gotta do this. And you gotta come over here. But it's like, he's, it's not negative. It's, just, it's super positive, but it was so intense. The kids are just eye eyed looking at him like, Holy fuck. Well, the funniest part about that too, is one of the funnier parts that I remember, and I should have brought that up before was when we were, he, he did some video in the room before, right? Because he wanted to, uh, he wanted to use the video to show how he wanted the guys to run the drill when he did it out there. So he was doing video for us. And then in the knuckers room, um, there's like a huge, you know, big screen, flat screen TV on one of the walls there that we run video from. And it's just like mounted up on the wall. And so he's up there, doesn't know any of the kids. And uh, he's running these uh, power play clips from the jets with like all the jets players in it. And he's like almost like knocking the TV off the wall. He's, <laughs> he's hitting it so hard. He's like, he's like, so he goes here, he just goes here, Shifty goes here, and he's like smacking the screen, and it's like shaking off the wall. We're like, holy shit, he's gonna break our fucking TV. <laughs> yeah, and then Jerry I remember Jones one clip been pissed. There was one clip where it was like on the power play, there's the guy down low beside the net, kind of the bumper guy or like the looking for that playoff, like back to the slot. And, and uh, it was Kyle Connor in the clip and he made a really good play. And then he usually in the new video, you have an example of what it doesn't work. So he had and Ross Levick was on the team at the time and he was on the second unit to do the same play. And he's like, he shows it and it doesn't work. And he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't work. And says why, then he goes to Kyle Connor and then he's like, and here's how it works, you know, like, cause he's got a license for that. And he's like, <laughs> that was learners. <laughs> yeah. Shipped um, him out of town. Yeah. Traded the next year. <laughs> Gone. 
Oh man, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. Well, I, that's awesome to see that at least, you know, they're some of the staff and I know how, how big sometimes and doesn't really go notice how, how big the jets are and true North is in the community uh, to get out there and, you know, help you guys out um, with that. And I wanted to touch on a little bit, uh, getting back into the golf side of things was Bryson and Kepka, uh, because that's been uh, an interesting thing. So we have the, I don't even know what match it is. The match three or four Mickelson was it Mickelson Brady and then Rogers and Bryson and DeChambeau. Yeah. And so, I mean, Kepka, obviously it's been all over. If you, if you follow, they try and get Kepka for that. And then they had to go to DeChambeau. Is that what, that how it worked? You're like, where did DeChambeau come from for this? Probably just because he people want to see him. Just because he smacks it, yeah. Yeah, I think that's in that's that probably format, why. he'll probably just swing like a gorilla. And yeah, he swings like that anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing that beef, do you guys think that that's like a good thing for golf? I'm leaving Ooh, it open to you, Mike. Here. Too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you're asking me. I didn't know I was on this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it only grows the game as we, as we saw with the tiger and Phil uh, last match, you know, it's so exciting. They're all mic'd up and, and it was so fun to watch Tom Brady shank one into the bush or, you know, watch those guys, you know, they're scratch golfers. If I, I think they are anyways, if I, if I remember correctly, but uh, yeah, it's good to watch that. Those guys are also making errors just like uh like us and uh it was just entertaining it's good for the game of golf like you know i'm gonna be honest here sir i watched the pga championship but that's a that's a long shift to watch that much golf and i i i might have i might have had uh a couple of snoozes while watching phil's (laughs) phil's round there you know but uh i like snoozing too but yeah it absolutely is good for the game Phil was taking his time there, eh? Did you guys notice that? Oh, he was soaking it up. He was taking his time over everything pretty, like, quite a bit. But, yeah. I think yeah. It's- uh, Go ahead, Levy. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, obviously, I think it's good, too. But uh, it's, it's kind of funny because, like, now nowadays, everything's mic'd up and there's a video right. of everything, right? So you can kind of, like learn a little bit more about what that feud actually is probably more than what you could have done in the nineties or the two thousands with Tiger and Phil when that was going on. So, um, you know, just that viral clip that went out with just Bryson walking behind Brooks there in the last, after that last round for the PGA PGA when he rolls his eyes and like, you can really see like, fuck like Brooks hates Bryson, like he hates Bryson. And like, it seems to be, you know, both ways because like Bryson goes back at him on Twitter and just says like something like rent free in your head head or whatever so it's like you know these guys actually really hate each other and I I didn't follow golf that much back in the early days with Tiger and Phil so I don't know if they actually really hated each other or not but like these guys look like they're going to square off which would be like wow you know that'd be a I'd watch. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it, it certainly makes things a little bit more entertaining, a little bit more dramatic. And I, I'm curious, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard about the player impact program that the PGA has going. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, I, and I've only just read about this, but I think it's like $40 million and I'm not sure when it gets paid out, I guess at the end of the season. And, uh, it goes to the top 10 players that are, you know, getting mentioned on Google, you know, they're, they're getting out there promoting the game. So I'm curious if if this wow, is wow, that's interesting. This if this is kind of a part of that, which is fine. I and, heard and smart. I heard that too. Yeah. Mm. That would I heard that the clicks for sure. 
I heard that theory that they might be, uh, it might be like, uh, they're in on it. The, yeah, could be, but I don't know from the, or, or they could just not like each it, other and maybe they're playing it up more just to get those mm-hmm. clicks. But like, yeah, man, Brett, like Brooks in that clip when he rolls his eyes and like, he's like, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Like you could, yeah. you could see the, uh, yeah, he, yeah. I think I heard that theory. I think he legit hates him though, because like I was, I was watching something the other day and it's like how far back their hatred goes. And it goes back to like, Bryson was on like, uh, I don't know whether it was a podcast or he was streaming like while he was gaming or something and people were asking him questions and he said something about like he beat Kepka, but like, Oh, he didn't, you see that body issue. Cause Bryce or, um, Brooks Kepka was in the ESPN body issue. Mm, right. He beat him cause he didn't have a six pack. He's like, he didn't even have a six pack. Mm-hmm. So then Kepka came back at him with a picture of the four major trophies he had. He's like, yeah, just too short, too short of a six pack or something. And that kind of took off from there. But then I read today that uh, apparently, because it doesn't sound like Bryson is really saying anything, but apparently he's one of the few guys on tour who still uses metal spikes. Ah. So behind him during that interview, he was making tons of noise because he was walking on concrete with metal spike. <laughs> and Kepka, I guess, rolls his eyes like, hey, A, what are you doing walking back here? And B, why the fuck are you still wearing metal spikes? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, Did he have his protractor in his pocket too, as well? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's maybe why yeah. they're, they're they're protractors because he can't carry it on the course anymore. So he's got the yeah. strap to his feet now. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. I think the other interesting <laughs> dynamic in all of this is uh, I don't know if you heard about Kepka and Portnoy's match. Dave Portnoy from our competitors over at Barstool Sports. <laughs> there, <laughs> but uh, I think they got a little sister, match. Sister battle, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think Kepka's going to play left, and Portnoy's going to play his, I guess, right or whatever his regular hand is. And then uh, I think Portnoy reached out to to Bryson to caddy for him because I think Kepka is uh, caddying for, uh, or no. Yeah. I guess Kepka is playing in it, but uh, Kepka has uh, um, uh, the other bar school guys, I don't know, chief and uh, PFT maybe, or something. I don't know. And he's he's caddying for him. Yeah. In the match. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, you went, you went a little hate a wall there, Levy. Well, What's what'd you say? <laughs> what the fuck were you Hold saying? Am I, am I back? Am I back? Yo, now? You're, you're, back. you're back now. <laughs> no, I just said, I just said it. It said my internet was unstable there for a second. Like, so there's a lot of trees over in North Wildonan. A lot of trees out here. Um, uh, no, I'm just interesting that he's playing the wrong hand. That's pretty crazy, but I mean, mm-hmm. he's only yeah, hard, yeah, and then I think, uh, um uh, Borelli was supposed to caddy for uh, Portnoy, and uh, so that was. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I kind of teed you up, Moons, because I know you're not a big fan of uh, Borelli or Ray. Oh but. man, he's such a loser. You see those clips of him and watching at the Islanders games. Yes, yes, I did see that. I'm all for people loving sports and getting fired up, but holy man, relax, like. That guy, he's just such a maniac. I think you guys got to challenge uh, for when they do those four man scrambles. They play against pros. You guys should challenge them podcast to podcast. Uh, yeah, when they open up the border, me and Levy will make it a foursome. Yeah, we'll play it at Oakmont. 
in the state yeah. <laughs> or Man, they got one, one, one guy on that show. They're doing a big series that Trent on there. They're doing a big series on how, on his journey to break a hundred. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like you golf, they golf all the time at all these nice courses. Like and they get lessons from pros. Like how have you still not broken a hundred <laughs> podcast <laughs> on barstool? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want to puke. Yeah. Well, that was like, uh, my, my brother, I mentioned on the last episode where he went out for the first time he was out at the driving range and so on and so forth, like last year, but he went out and I'm pretty sure he broke a hundred his first round. At the bone, <laughs> right. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it, it can happen. I know. Hey, you know, you're an above average golfer. If you break 100 on a regular basis, uh, I think that's the stat on that. Not hundred percent sure. Michael have to check the research on that, but, uh, it's, whoa, whoa, whoa. so, uh, Mike can't call me bad anymore then. <laughs> I never called you bad. What did you call him? I called yeah. him <laughs> <laughs> mentally fragile. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I am also uh, a scatterbrain out there when it comes it's, to any it's sort a of pressure. Battle on that course, man, it's a mental battle. Absolutely. Yeah, sounds like a day two match. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to throw any shade because the golf gods are always listening, and uh, I don't want to get uh, shanked by the golf gods. <laughs> yeah, except for Riggs. Fuck Riggs, I think was the, the context I that I pulled out of this one. Right. <laughs> except he's not a golf god. But. <laughs> Good point. Uh, well, on, this, on the topic of uh, gods, Mike, your wardrobe usually, and same with Moons, I would say, your outfits are usually bang on. So have you guys been preparing for the outfits for Hecla? Oh, man, I got a, I got a new... Yeah, I, yes. yes. I, <laughs> I got uh, one shirt that I, I got to unveil. I, I don't want to wear it for anything before then because it's it's awesome. And then I got, uh, I ordered, I got a, usually I get a new pair of golf shoes every year and kind of rotate them in and out. And uh got a new pair of uh, Nikes that are going to make their debut at, at the Hecla Championship. Mm-hmm. Wow, blisters! Here we come. Yeah, hopefully, uh, I really hope those Nikes aren't squeaky because I've heard they have a lot of issues uh, squeaking, and that could be very distracting on the green. (laughs) They're not the Air Jordans. Okay, good. (laughs) Shout out to Michael. Um, But uh, yeah, like for me, I I don't know what I'm going to bring. I've I've been thinking about it. I got a couple couple shirts. Uh, Mike, how about you? Are you going full Charlie Hoffman, or what are you doing? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not sure. Now I want to touch on your outfit last year. It was probably the most out, outlandish of the That's whole fair. group. Yep. You had uh, Canada pants on and you had the Vipers, which were a great addition, the Viper sunglasses, uh, and you played the whole round with them. I, I don't even know how you see out of those things. Yeah, but, it was, uh, uh, I think we saw about a minute of sunlight and it was completely <laughs> overcast, but I felt like I was playing yeah, better yeah. with them on than, yeah, than I did with them true. off. So I don't, I don't know if I'll have any, well, I may have a surprise or two this now, year. We'll. We'll see. Yeah. That last year, I think I had a, a USA shirt on. I'm not sure. I can't recall. But uh, this the year. JR's USA pants. Yeah. 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 I, this year, I might uh, distance myself from our uh, our neighbors to the south. They've been getting some, some uh, bad press. So I might go with <laughs> a uh, maybe, a, you know, Sandy called me an honorary Australian citizen. So uh, maybe I'll have to get an Australian polo and some pants and, uh, and go that route. But no, I haven't purchased anything yet. So hopefully there's something available on Amazon prime or else I'm not going to have anything. (laughs) 
Shout out to Amazon Prime, one of our main sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Bezos. Shipping times are uh, excellent all across Canada right now. My yeah. Canada Post. So if you can go to you, any major uh, golf retailer, you should be okay. Yeah. Can you hook us up with a yeah. uh, dis- discount for Canada Post Express? <laughs> Talk to Golf Town. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. How about you, Levy? You got anything uh, that you're going to be busting out? Uh, to be honest, not yet. No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't thought about it too much, but it's nice to know that uh, everybody else is going to put together something good. So I'll probably have to go out here and find something. Le- Levy, it'll <laughs> be just honest. be like last year where you, where you bring a cooler of beer for a one night stay. <laughs> That's not all I brought. Yeah. yeah. And a, and a two six of rum and a two six of rye and three bottles of champagne. And yeah, I think we're going to have to extra large Pringle cases. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You got to bring the Pringles back. The Pringles, I think, are a must. I will bring the Pringles back. I'll be sure to do that. No, and, uh, I think uh, I, I like those Vipers, Jar. I got to find something like that out there. So I'm they do, do have some, some knockoffs on Amazon. They do have knockoffs, yeah. like twenty or thirty bucks on Amazon. But uh, there's some weird writing on them. They're not. They're not. You can tell they're not pit Vipers, but from afar, you wouldn't know. When we were on the way out there last year, and we were adding up, we're like, "Oh, what'd you bring for?" Like when we were talking booze, and then. Everybody, like each of us, probably brought enough to get everyone drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like times four, four times too much <laughs> booze. And the next day, we we're lugging booze out of there. I was like, "Geez, I don't know." I feel like we brought. I feel like we might have overpacked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah, have to ration was, this uh, year. It was almost like those days when you go down to the U.S. and you 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 go into the liquor store there and everything's so cheap and you spend the weekend and then you're coming on the way back and we couldn't take anything over the border probably because we weren't 21 yet and maybe we could have hit it but i remember ditching six sixes of vodka in like walmart parking lot because we didn't we were too scared to go over the border with it but uh yeah we certainly at hecla we certainly brought a little bit too much booze and the next weekend i'm sure it was is quickly uh, consumed but we still Better buy beer from the pro shop. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Although you can always get some, well, depending on seagulls is going to be, well, seagulls will be open. I'm sure whether it's room service or not. And then, uh, the pro shop usually is stocked with some beer, so we can always do it that way, but we'll be, we'll be getting beer from the pro shop. We'll have a lot of booze on hand in the room. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll buy my outfit just from the pro shop. Yeah. Where's some of Sandy's <laughs> stuff? There you go. <laughs> Play yeah, he's probably got some wild, wacky stuff up there. Oh yeah, he's a uh, he's a guy that's always been fashion first. Well, let's get into it then. We got a we got a brand Wild new yeah, yeah we got a brand new back nine lightning round is driven by Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West oh, Auto Park where you can improve your ride and your drive where you purchase a newer used vehicle from the former Manitoba amateur champ that's Jamie Wilkie and not only have better wheels you'll also get to go for a round of golf with Wilkie once these regulations. Uh, See, mm-hmm. so you can check them out, winnipegdodge.com. Yeah, they got some nice stuff down there. I was looking at the challengers. Boy, <laughs> would it week. be nice. Every week I look at a new <laughs> and different unit, you know, but uh, those challengers are looking pretty sexy for a nice summer vehicle. Maybe I'll have to get one of those. <laughs> summer vehicle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, just for summer. Maybe not even just for business is good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's booming. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, let's kick this off. Always are. 
I don't JR, know did you will, did you have some questions for this back nine lightning round or I also do, but I didn't know if you had some special ones. Uh, well, I did have some around Hecla. I don't know if uh, you guys know which lake surrounds Hecla Island. Ooh, some trivia. Winnipeg, isn't it? Levy, are you going to say Winnipeg? Lake, lake, lake Winnipeg, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It was. Do you know who the, oh. the, first, the, first, <laughs> the first settlers were? You know the first settlers of Hecla Island? The Iceland? The yeah. Icelandic? They were Icelanders, oh. but they couldn't handle the winters. Oh, so wow. they fucked off. And uh, <laughs> even, 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 ice, even, even Icelanders couldn't handle the winters in Manitoba. So they, yeah. Yeah. Where did so they, they go. They went to Gimli. They went to Gimli. Yeah, they, <laughs> well, they built a hell of a. They built that statue in Gimli, and they stayed there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they they went uh, they went thirty or what is it forty minutes south where it was a bit warmer and decided like hey, yeah we can survive this that year. Was, uh, that enough. was in uh, 1876. They settled in uh, Hecla there, and they were a self-sufficient fishing community there. Right, and farming. They had a bit of farmland. A bit of farming. Yeah, and then obviously, uh, obviously, we both read the same Wikipedia on Hecla today. <laughs> you were looking at Wikipedia. <laughs> I just, I just had that in my mind. I had cue cards oh. from when I was in the grade four geography. And, uh, Hecla is uh, Hecla is Lake Winnipeg's largest island. That was the other uh, key information Ooh. there. Yeah. But uh, any more Hecla trivia? No. Uh, well, I do. Maybe it'll come up, but you go ahead, Mike. Okay. Okay. Well, I wanted to ask one of the new questions from the back nine lightning round for both of you. And Moons, we'll start with you and then go to Lavia. What is their go-to golf ball that you're using on the course right now? If, if you have one. Go-to would be Titleist Pro V1s. But um, I found another ball that I like, actually, the TaylorMade Tour Response. It's not the TP5. It's the next one, kind of the second-tier ball that TaylorMade makes. It's actually really good, too, and it's way more, a little better price point. It's like 47 or whatever bucks a dozen instead of um, Pro V. 60. 65. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was fortunate to win, uh, uh, our first couple, um, men's nights before everything got shut down at the course. I managed to win a skin one, two weeks. And then one of those weeks I won, uh, whatever game we were playing. So I got a sleeve of pro V's was my big prize. Nice. Ooh. So yeah, but pro V's are what I like to go with. Uh, big cat. What do you, what's your go-to if you, if you have one, he's Googling you... golf balls right now to see which ones are good. <laughs> yeah, I like, like, what's the best golf ball to I, use? <laughs> I like the yellow ones. What's the last Westman selling? Yeah, no, no. It's funny because I brought this up to you guys before too, as well. When I got my irons, it came with that free set of yellow tailor-made balls. Like, I was looking up like what, like what the model or whatever it is of a ball it is by TaylorMade, but I couldn't find it. But anyway, they're, they're, they're yellow, and they're yellow balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I, and I said to you guys, I was like, I was like, what the fuck are these? Does anybody use yellow balls? Like, this is bullshit. Like I thought I was getting white balls. And uh, I think Moon said, he's like, no, actually like people are using yellow balls or whatever. Now they're kind of more common. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck whatever. I'll, I'll give them a try. So uh, actually I really do like those balls. And I mentioned, you know, with my new irons, when I was hitting them well, um, 
you know, the compression on the ball, I could really feel it too as well. And they seem a lot softer on the green when they land and wow. putting too. So I really like those tailor-made yellow balls and yeah. uh, whatever, the, whatever the fuck they are. Um, <laughs> and uh, I got, I still got another sleeve in my bag. So hopefully nice. I can hang nice. on to those for Heckler. You know, here's, here's a theory. Maybe the yellow, that fluorescent yellow is improving the hand eye of the contact. Possible. Mm, could be. Yeah. You could have yeah. some eye issues. Maybe you need to adjust those eyes and you might so be a better golfer. For team for team lefty, that's tailor made yellow and tightless white. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and the same question for JR. I don't think we've ever uh, asked you what your go to ball is. No, I Slazinger. Oh, well I, yeah, if you wanna if if I'm playing in the wind. And no joke, I will play Slazenger or Pinnacle. Like I will find the hardest ball that I can find in my bag and I, I'll i feel it in my hands. It's probably why my hands are torn up to shit is because I'm hitting golf balls that weigh probably two pounds and I'm swinging like a gorilla and making it happen. But if I'm not, it's usually a Callaway. I like the Chrome Soft and they'll either have like the soccer ball decals on them or I have Joe Carter ones. They came out with special Joe Carter ones last year. It's for the Jays Kids Foundation, so... Uh, I, I picked up. Ball, Joe. Yeah, I picked. Uh, always picked thinking up about the kids. Always yeah, thinking about such the kids. A yeah, philant- such a philanthropist. philanthropist. Yeah, hard word, big word, big word. <laughs> word guy. Yeah. How about how about you, Mike? You've been uh, hitting up. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Balzinga. Shout Balzinga. out to Balzinga. No free ads <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, found him on Instagram. The kids are going out there finding the balls, and uh, I always buy used balls. Uh, in the past, I'd go up to Clear Lake, and they have a farmers market, and the guy says they're not waterlogged, and it was like fifteen dollars for uh, a twelve a carton of eggs of used Pro V's, and uh, that works for me. You know, that's just under just over a buck a ball, and usually they're in pretty darn good condition so uh those work great for me um so shout out to balzinga for hooking me up and we're gonna get some logoed balls so uh you guys will start finding them in the bush out there (laughs) sweet yeah yeah (laughs) big uh, marketing campaign i'm just gonna throw them in the bush and leave them in the hole <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure everyone would love that. But uh, yeah, well, I got uh, I got a few more questions. I got one heckla question yeah. here, Jr. If you mm-hmm. if I don't, yeah, go for I it. Can, uh, mow your lawn here. Uh, so uh, heckla spa there. You know, we we enjoyed that last year. I want to know what your most favorite amenity of the Hecla spa is, you know, uh, they have the uh, waterfall, they got the hot tub, the steam shower, and then you got the cold tub. And, uh, there was probably a few more there too, but, uh, moons, what's your, what's your go-to of the Hecla spa? <laughs> the go-to. Well, just maybe a, a, yeah. a nice soak in the hot tub is, is, is always nice. But remember last year when we woke up and, we were licking our wounds a little bit and uh, you go down and a nice dip in the cold tub felt pretty nice actually just mm-hmm. to shock the body but into feeling that it was or thinking it was feeling better than it was but <laughs> absolutely yeah. and let and levy are you Le- are Levy's you, a uh, big amenities guy i was gonna say he might <laughs> he might splurge the extra money for a mani patty or something i'm not sure <laughs> No, so I was going to say that Moons, I am a big amenity guy. I do like the spas. I do like to, uh, you know, get a little soak into as well. But it was COVID times last year too as well. So the steam room wasn't open last year. We weren't we weren't able to use it. Mm. But 
Um, you know, I did enjoy dipping in the pool and just, you know, rinsing the body under the waterfall there for a little bit. That was, that was, uh, <laughs> for sure. And, uh, you know, but other than that, if the steam room was open, I'd sit in there and just get, you know, just get the sweat on. Right. Also the sure. slide in the family pool. We didn't, we didn't realize there was an adult side. So we went to the family side and some kids were chirping us. They should have been. In, well, we, should have been we, we were taking use of the water slide on past eleven there that one night. So yeah, took a couple spins down the slide. But it's also that part where you can swim inside to outside. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like I like yeah. that portion. Didn't use it last year, but I, I like I like that idea, especially if it's like really hot. Just get to go swim outside and be like, For sure, twenty eight degrees out there and sun. Oh, that'd be nice. Hopefully that happens this year if we ever get to play. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll throw it to you, Jr. I got one more here that is kind of weird, but uh, uh, you, what do you got next? Oh no, I was uh, I was just going to bring up some another trivia one. It's not really a question, but I didn't yeah, yeah. realize this, but they they actually had a school on that island. Like I don't know who would have went to that school. They guess they shut it down in 1970, but. That's pretty wild to think of that island. Cause if you think about like there's, there's nothing on there. There really is yeah. nothing. Like there's no, like, I guess there's a few cabins and stuff, but really there's nothing on that island. You drive for 40 minutes around the island and you see nothing. And there's a golf course yeah. and a resort. That's about it. Right. Well, there is a small community right. there. I think, I'm not sure at what point they, when did they put that bridge in there? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I think it was probably around that time in the, in the seventies. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyways, we'll have to ask Sandy. Maybe he knows. Oh yeah. Sandy knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a knowledgeable guy. Yeah. Um, but I got a, I got one here. I don't know mm-hmm. how, how many questions we got, we can ask here. I know uh, you guys are pretty busy uh, people. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I stole, I, I stole this one from a, a competing podcast, but uh, again, I'll start with you moons and Levy. You can follow up. So let's say, uh, you know, you, there's a feature film about your life and you got the choice. <laughs> you have the choice to which actress or actor uh, <laughs> will play your role? Do you guys, I know it's kind of off the cusp here, so it's kind of hard, but uh, do you, Ooh, you have a, it is tough. who are you sending this uh, request to? You know, you got, they're going to pay them 50 mil and they're probably going to say, yeah. Holy. <laughs> I know, I for, know. For, for me, for me, it would have to be Beyonce. Oh yeah. <laughs> Play yourself. Yeah. For playing me. She can, she can do it all. Oh yeah. Foxy Cleopatra. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, it, it's tough. You know, the first name that came to the top of my mind right now, because this is, I, you know, a pretty random question here, Mike, but the first name that came to the top of my mind was give me Matt Damon all day. Give me Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. You know, big star, you know, you know, Blonde, white complexion, you know, similar. We can do that. Whatever, it's close enough. Uh, you know, pay him the fifty mil, and uh, you know, he'll he'll kill it. You know, he'll I could see that. It. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. could see Matt Damon. Yeah, except I think Matt Damon's like five foot eight or something. Well, aren't all actors like super yeah. short? Yeah, they're yeah. Seems like yeah. anyway. Other than Vince Vaughn, he's tall. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't know. That might That's even a be a, that might be a good fit for you, Moon. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. yeah maybe that. Go. I mean, not so much going on looks, more of uh, the fact First, personality. 
yeah, personality. So substance his, uh, guy. His, his delivery is so good in so many of his roles that he plays. <laughs> yeah. I love Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I'll take that. All right. Question. Thanks. How about you, Mike? Who <laughs> play you? Uh, 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 maybe Wahlberg. You know, uh, <laughs> maybe that's a stretch. On the other hand, we could go with like Jonah Hill. Um, yeah. Um, or, uh, you know, uh, Seth Rogen, maybe, but uh, comedy I'm guys. Not, yeah, I, I, I think I'm funny. Nobody else does, but I do. I do. I appreciate it. <laughs> that's it for you, Mike. Yeah. All right. Well, boys, that was been that's been fun. That was a a little abbreviated back nine lightning round for Jamie Wilkie and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. You can check them out at winnipegdodge.com and we will find you guys some cakes too. So I want to say a shout out to the Nick and Nicky group of DQs, DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park and the Food Court, DQ Niverville and DQ St. Anne's Road. You can follow them on the gram at DQ Manitoba. Boys, Thank you so much. Uh, it's been nice chatting with you. Do we decide the cake debate here or we just not get one? No, that's just it. <laughs> you, you will get one. Yeah. You will get one. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. Right, it may not right. be next you'll, week, but you'll get one. Like like I said, if, if there's one available, Le- Levy can have it. I got so much wow. of it from uh, when I had to purchase one for the kid's birthday, uh, support, supporting the old DQ group. I, I was going to say, Moons, you can cut that in half and you can give it to Levy because you're not. <laughs> yeah. the, the ice cream cake gatekeeper's not going to allow it. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of a little bit of Spider-Man and a little bit of Frozen and Levy will be happy. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thanks again to Wilkes and the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get down to Hecla or up to Hecla at some point. Um, but if not, uh, at least we'll maybe be able to get to play golf together in in a few weeks, whether it's at Hecla or not. Thanks a lot, guys. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, boys. Yeah, thanks for having us. And uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and MySpace. (laughs) 18 over par. Just look for that. Don't put 18 plus, 18 over par. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. You're late for your tea time, as per usual. It's 12-12, but you wouldn't know. The clock in your piece-of-shit ride just blinks eights at you. It's embarrassing. You find the parking stall the farthest away from the clubhouse. It can't be seen in your shitbox. You know you're going to play awful because you feel awful. Your car doesn't match that swagger buried deep down inside. That golfing champion waiting to be unleashed. Ding. Your bumper hits the concrete as you accidentally sit on it while putting on your golf shoes. You smile. Because tomorrow, you're going to see Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. The front doors will open like the Azalea Line gates at Augusta. You'll ask for the best-looking guy there. You'll find the former amateur champ, Jamie Wilkie, staring back at you. You hand over your money. Your new ride glistens as it pulls out of the dealership. Then Jamie approaches and whispers in your ear, Son, next week, I'm taking you golfing at Breezy Bend. I'll show you a thing or two. You smile again, as now your golf game will look and feel as good as your new ride. Improve your ride and your drive with Jamie Wilkie at the new Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Park. WinnipegDodge.com JR, 
We have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo, brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in, food, in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats.